high school diploma, a tuition-free associate's degree, and valuable internship experience. Students at Port Richmond High School will be able to achieve all that and more in just six years through an exciting new program. What makes this different than most programs like kids taking college credits is that mm -hmm. they're dual crediting a lot of the college classes they take, so they'll be taking courses on the campus of the College of Staten Island. Oh, okay. That will also work towards crediting them in high school. That way, in doing their college credits, they're accumulating their high school credits. Welcome to the Staten Island Advances from the Scene, a podcast bringing you an inside look at the biggest stories on Staten Island with the reporters who cover them. I'm your host, Eric Bascom, and this week I'm joined by Staten Island Advance education and community news reporter Annalise Knudsen to discuss Port Richmond High School's new P-TECH program, which allows students to earn a college degree and get a jumpstart on their career. Thanks for joining me today, Annalise. You know, with the school year almost over now, it must feel like almost seeing the light at the end of the tunnel as the education reporter. I'm curious, you know, having covered the school for so many years for us now, how does it kind of compare this year to last year when so much was still constantly changing during the early stages of the pandemic? Did it feel a little more normal? This year for sure felt more normal than the last couple years. And I think that has a lot to do with me finally being able to go back into schools mm -hmm. because you know, we had that remote year and then we had the hybrid learning. And this was the first school year we actually had everyone back in in person. And, you know, with the more recent visits without the masks, it kind of feels like we're back in 2019, like pre-pandemic times. So it's been really great to be able to go back. And I know the schools are really excited to have us back and to be able to cover the stories that we used to again and not have the focus be on the pandemic anymore and back to where they belong back on the schools and what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. It actually leads kind of perfectly into, you know, what we're talking about today, because you did make a recent visit to Port Richmond High School to take a look at this new program that you had been reporting on for a couple of years, but then it had started during the pandemic. So we couldn't really get in there like we could. So now having that opportunity again, it really does open up our reporting, I think, in a way that was limited during the pandemic. And it also allows these schools to kind of share what they're doing with us. And like you said, put the spotlight more on what it should be. Education news should be a about the students, the, the teachers, the programs. It shouldn't be about, does my kid have to wear a mask? Do, are there going to be a vaccine mandate for, for prom or, or whatever it might be? So it's nice to, to kind of have things back and, and focused on what they should be focused on. So thank you for joining me today. I wanted to have you on to talk about, like we mentioned, this new P-TECH program at Port Richmond High School. Uh, first, can you kind of just tell us what it is? I mean, what, what does P-TECH stand for? What is this program? And, and, you know, just a brief overview. Sure. So the program is P-TECH, and that stands for Pathways to Technology Early College High School. And it's basically a program that, like you kind of mentioned before, it allows you to earn a high school diploma like you normally would in the four years of high school. But you also have the opportunity to earn an associate degree within six years. So it's a six-year program. People are able to take college courses, do internships, 
It's kind of like a brief overview. Um, and I know we're going to be talking a little bit more about, you know, the specifics of it, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a new program. It's only started in 2020 and it's just, it's in progress. It's always um, changing for right now because it's new for here. It's new for Staten Island. I know we mentioned it's at Port Richmond. So Port Richmond High School is the only school on Staten Island that has this program. Right. And so uh, my understanding is that there's kind of two fields to this, right? That the students are able to choose pretty early on and that will kind of dictate what they're doing moving forward. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So actually in 2020, students only had one career pathway they could choose, and that was computer science. But now that they've they've expanded and they're getting that along, they have two pathways. So in addition to computer science, they also have medical science. And the pathway you choose will depend what associate degree you get. So if you go into computer science, you'll get a computer technology associate degree. Medical science, you'll get that liberal sciences degree. So again, it, depending on the pathway you choose, there's a lot of differences between the pathways. Yeah. And you know, I think one of the biggest benefits of this program for the students certainly is the opportunity to kind of get those college credits. And, you know, I know that some of the college credits will be acquired while they're still in the high school ages, right? And they'll be doing this uh, dual crediting thing that you had spoken to to the coordinator about, and then the rest will be done at CSI, right, who is one of the partner organizations in this. So can you just talk to us a little bit about how that will work in terms of the college credit and then finishing that up afterwards? It's different than taking a college course in high school because we know a lot of um, schools on Staten Island do offer college courses. Mm -hmm. Michael Spaventa is the P-TECH coordinator at Port Richmond High School. What makes this different than most programs like kids taking college credits is that mm -hmm. they're dual crediting a lot of the college classes they take so they'll be taking courses on the campus of the College of Staten Island Oh, okay. that will also work towards crediting them in high school so that way in doing their college credits or accumulating their high school credits it allows them to work through their degree it is a six-year yeah. program but students have the opportunity to finish their degree sooner than the the end of the sixth year so it's kind of allowing students to not have to take the same classes when they go to college. Because if a lot of students feel when you go to college, you're kind of repeating some of the classes you took in high school. Right. So it kind of prevents that. It's like two birds with one stone, right? So they're able to do that. They'll be taking it over the summer. They'll be taking it during the school year. Again, a lot of the logistics are still being worked out because this is the first cohort. Mm -hmm. So... Those students will be able to go to the College of Staten Island and take the courses, which I think is amazing and a really good experience for students to be able to go to college campuses and take those courses. And I know you mentioned about what happens after the four years. So students in the program, it's a six year program, but students will graduate after four years with their high school diploma and their mm -hmm. peers. They'll finish out their associate degree at College of Staten Island, but still have the support from P-TECH. So they'll still have the guidance counselor. They'll still have um, Michael Spaventa, the coordinator, mm -hmm. as their support. He even mentioned you could finish your associate degree in less than six years. Yeah. So, he, the, you know, the hope is that, you know, maybe it'll take them a, a, maybe one extra year. But I think the bottom line is, you know, whichever, however long it takes, you're getting it for free. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't get any better than that, you know. Once you're done with the program, if you want to continue your, your education, you're already halfway there to getting a four-year bachelor degree. You're only paying for two more years of school, technically. 
So I think it's really, uh, really great for them. Yeah, no, that's a great opportunity. Any chance for students to get credits ahead of time before they get into college, I think it's great, which I'm sure we'll touch on a little bit later as well. But let's move on to the internship aspect, because I think that this is also really exciting. And so the program is going to kind of connect these students with various industry partners. They've already named a few of them that they have, and then they're going to kind of set them up with relevant internships, either in that medical science field or in that computer science field like you talked about. So can you give us some examples of companies that are that are signed on to this so far and, and what kind of experience these students can expect? Again, we're still kind of in the early stages. When I visited Port Richmond, um, you know, I spoke to a lot of students in that first cohort. They're in 10th grade and they're getting to that point where they're starting to think about the internships. So through that partnership, we have um, Northwell Health, which is Staten Island University Hospital in Staten mm-hmm. Island here. We also have Sun River Health and we have New York Power Authority. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, despite computer science and medical science being slightly different, um, students will get the opportunity to with a, whichever pathway to partner or intern with Northwell Health. The way that Michael Spaventa, the coordinator, explained it to me was that depending on the pathway you choose, you would you would have an internship that matched your pathway. So whether that's like if you're in the medical sciences pathway, you would have the patient serving side. So you would be working with maybe some nurses and doctors working with the patients on that end. Whereas uh, if you're in computer science, maybe you're doing the programming aspects. You're kind of behind the scenes. You know, I feel like we don't really hear a lot about programming when we think about hospital, but things are going on. Um, they use computers. They use a lot of technology in hospitals. So I'm assuming that that would be something that they would be doing. Again, we don't really know exactly what they're doing because they haven't had an internship yet. So again, the, the, the way that Spaventa explained it was they're still working out the kinks. They're still working out the details and they're still working with Northwell Health to kind of figure out where students you know, could partner with or get mentors. You know, this is a really great mentoring opportunity. And New York Power Authority is also a, um, a great pathway for computer science students as well for the programming aspect. And he also said, you know, if students want to do an internship with Northwell Health one semester and they say, you know what, I want to try out New York Power Authority, mm-hmm. they have the option. So they're not limited by one or the other. They do have the opportunity to do both you know, as long as that, that availability is there and the opportunities there, they want to give them as many opportunities as possible. Yeah. And I think that that aspect of it is so important because these kids are still so young, right? And that they're going to be getting this internship experience early on, but that's still a point in time where you're figuring out what you want to do and which paths are right for you. I mean, I don't think most people know exactly where they're going to end up when they're 18, 19, 20 years old. So getting as much internship experience as possible and kind of diversifying your experience in that way, I think is just going to be so valuable to them. We'll be right back. The Mayor of Maple Avenue is a powerful multi-part podcast about Sean Sinisey, a victim of former Penn State football coach Jerry Sandusky, who was arrested 10 years ago for numerous child sexual abuse charges. The podcast series is written and hosted by Pulitzer Prize winning reporter Sarah Gannam, who takes listeners into the world of addiction rehabilitation, where society can be quick to celebrate the consequences for abusers while not addressing the needs of their victims. Subscribe now to the Mayor of Maple Avenue wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about that visit to the school because 
that's kind of what prompted me having you on. I saw the article it just posted a couple days ago. Please go check that out to all the listeners. So you went to the school physically again for the you know first time you know back after COVID, um, just to kind of you know talk to some program coordinators, talk to the students, go to some classes. I imagine just. Tell us about your visit, what you saw and heard while you were there. I, again, I met with the inaugural class. That was the class that came in in 2020-2021 school year. They're in 10th grade now. And there's only about 30 kids in the program. Again, it was the first year that they were offering mm-hmm. it. And the students that I spoke to, and I kind of asked them, I was like, hey, how, how has it been this year? Let mm-hmm. me compare it to what it was like last year. And they said the difference is just incredible for them to be in person and be able to ask the questions they need and having the support of their teachers and even their classmates they said have been so amazing to be able to ask questions and get that help you know a lot of them said that they entered the program because it was something they were interested in before they came to high school you know like maybe they were interested in computer science and it led them to that so the the classroom they these kids stay with the same classmates all day So it's kind of like, you know, their own little like unit. I was like, you have kind of like a special bond yeah, because you're with each other all day. And these kids, like they just, they get the computers. I don't know if I mentioned that before. Mm -hmm. They do get um, their own computer when they enter the program. So if you're in computer science, you get the laptop, the MacBook. And then if you are in the medical sciences, you get the Chromebook and that converts into like that iPad. So they're able yeah. to draw and stuff on that. So I thought that was really cool. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're just feeling really excited because you're, you know, the first two years are very doing the basics. Now they're in that por- the part where they're starting to think about the college courses. They're starting to think about the internships and and truly thinking about what they want to do. And, you know, it's only going to get more exciting from here. So we're excited to see what happens after. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's interesting that you mentioned that this. Uh, a lot of the students had mentioned, you know, these were things that I was kind of interested in to begin with, because I think these are such important fields, especially with the way that our world is trending right now. Everything is online. There's logistical aspects to everything. So that's something that obviously there's going to be a huge market for. And then health sciences, medical sciences, mm-hmm. just look at the past couple of years. I, I think actually that that's probably inspired more people to to kind of get into the medical profession and to try and help people even if they don't necessarily want to be a doctor or want to be a nurse but just kind of being in that field and being able to help people in that way after seeing you know the strain that's been put on that industry in the past year so I think that that's really interesting that these students were kind of into it already and then I'm sure that their parents are into it too, because like you said, you're getting the free associate's degree. And then if you do want to continue from there, you're halfway to a bachelor's and you only have to pay for two years maybe of tuition as opposed to the full four. So mm-hmm. it seems kind of like a, a win-win for these people, um, for, the, for the families in general. Let's talk a little bit more about that college credits, internship experience, all of that kind of stuff, because to me, that's like the biggest thing with this, right? So why do you think that that's so important and uh, kind of having that opportunity at such a young age? And how do you think that'll benefit them as they move into their careers? When I was talking to them, they basically said that they feel like they're getting ahead of the game. And I think that's the best way to describe it, because you're getting internships in high school. You know, when we think about internships, we think, okay, when we're in college, that that's the opportunity. That's usually where we'll get the internship there. And this is literally opening the door for them. They're getting the opportunities through the program. So they're not seeking, you know, they're not seeking it out on their own. They have the support of the school. They have the support of the program, the coordinators and the guidance counselors. They're the ones saying, 
here are the opportunities you choose. Now it's up to you to do what you want to do. And I think, um, you know, having the internship is just, it's a game changer, especially we think about they're getting the associate degree. Maybe they want to continue their, their college education somewhere else. They're going to go and apply to colleges already having internship experience, already having two years of school under their belt. You know, when we think about the importance of it, especially the fields like you mentioned before, computer science, medical science, you know, these are growing fields. They're going to continue to grow. Having that step in the door already, just basically being given to you, Mm -hmm. it's just amazing for the students who really, really feel like this is something they want to do. There's nothing better than that. And you know what? If they if they take an internship and they realize maybe I would like it in a different a different type of, of job or maybe a different type of career or something similar in the field, maybe not exactly what they were doing. You know, they have that experience before they go to college. A lot of people don't get that at like 14, 15. No, absolutely not. But yeah, I mean, speaking from personal experience, I know how beneficial that kind of stuff can be in terms of college credits. I mean, I graduated from the IB program at Curtis High School. I went into college with over 30 credits already, you know, essentially a full year's worth. If I wanted to graduate early, like you had mentioned earlier, I could have done that. You know, what I ended up doing, which a lot of people end up doing as well, is that they take less credit, so it's not as stressful of a workload as you're going through the four years. So maybe you're taking 12 credits a semester instead of 15. You don't have necessarily as much work. You can focus in on what you really want to focus on. Or like you said, you can go quickly and graduate early and get out into the field. And then in terms of the internship experience, I mean, both of us know this, right? Because we were both interns here and and here we are five, six years later, whatever it might be. So the internship experience, getting the, the work in that professional setting, and then also just having your foot in the door. And, you know, we lucked out. There were openings available after our internships and we were lucky enough to, to get those positions. And here we are now. So between the college credits and the internship opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just going to make it so much easier for these kids, I think, when they are finally trying to transition into the, the quote-unquote mm-hmm. real world and, and, and get their <laughs> careers started. And it's funny you say that because I took college credits in, in high school and I had to pay for them. Oh, And wow. I went into college with also 30 credits and I ended up finishing in three years. So I, unlike you, I, uh, yeah, well, I rushed through to get my degree early. Me. Yeah, that does not <laughs> but, surprise me. You know, when I spoke to the coordinators of this program and I said, wow, like I wish I had something like this yeah, of to have credits for free two years free credits you know like that's just it. it's incredible it really is you know you've been covering this story for years since the program was first announced since they were trying to get it off the ground and it it kind of dates back to some advocacy efforts from our former borough president james otto can you walk us through a little bit of like how this came to be yes yeah, so we're talking like years and years back um you know maybe four or five years mm-hmm. and so there, there's P-TECH programs citywide. There's at least one in every borough. And up until 2020, Staten Island was the only borough, as usual, that did not have yeah, that a familiar. P-TECH program. And our former borough president was basically saying, like, what's up with that? How come we don't have that? Our students deserve to have the same opportunities as every other borough. And he's correct. And he talked to then-Chancellor uh, Richard Carranza, I think he was just coming in as the new chancellor at the time. And he was saying, listen, every, every borough has it. We're getting left behind again. 
let's make this happen. And Carranza said, okay, let's make it happen. So that just began the process of saying, okay, where can we put a program? Unlike the other boroughs, the other boroughs have standalone P-TECH schools. So mm-hmm. the entire school oh, wow. offers this program. What they did here was instead of building a new high school, which, you know, that's a lot of money, a lot of cost. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, let's put the program into an existing high school. And Port Richmond High School was the lucky school that got it. I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, the fact that it's not, it doesn't have the CTE programs as much as, say, like Ralph McKee mm-hmm. or Curtis High School. But they also wanted to provide opportunities for students in the school. So I think it was, you know, they started out with the 30 students in the first year. And I think there's about 70 in the second cohort. And, you know, wow. things will continue to increase. Uh, the school coordinator basically said to me that he hopes that, you know, if they get a lot of, in, you know, interest, that, you know, a lot of it has to do with making sure they have enough people to teach the students so you know there's always room to expand it's more so making sure they have a people to teach the students and i think he was and he basically said like that's a good problem to have to have more interest from students so this has been years of work in progress and i'm so happy that the pandemic didn't delay it which was i think a fear that we that i had because um you know it was always going to be coming in 2020 2021 school year and you know, despite the pandemic, it happened anyway. So it's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure Jimmy is very proud of that work. He's seeing a lot of things that he had been advocating for during his time in office kind of coming to fruition now, which must be very nice. And so before we go, I'm just kind of curious, are there any other Staten Island schools that are offering similar programs like this? Or is there any chance that we might see this P-TECH program expanded in other places in the borough? I don't know if we would see it expanded to other borough schools. Not, Not at this point. I think, um, you know, we're still in like the first two years of the program and it's kind of like an in, inside expansion right now. I think they'll see how, you know, we haven't even gotten past, you know, the six years. Yeah, so we, we haven't, haven't done even a full seen a, cycle. We haven't yeah. seen a full cycle yet. So I think, um, you know, before it could ever be expanded, if that was an option, you know, we would have to see how, how, how successful it is. If the students are enjoying it, if they're getting their associates in the six years or less, um, and, and probably just expand it within Port Richmond. You know, right. we could see in a decade from now that this program is thriving and that maybe, of you know, a third of the school population mm-hmm. is in a P-TECH program. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Do I think it will be expanded to other borough schools? I'm not saying it's not a possibility because, you know, the other boroughs have the standalones and we have programs within schools. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a possibility. It could be. Um, in terms of, like, similar programs... There's nothing like P-TECH out there on the borough. We do have other programs, of course, through the, the College Now, mm-hmm. which is through CSI as well, getting those credits. And, you know, uh, like the 30,000 degree program through CSI, making sure students have access to college credits for free while they're in high school. But you're not getting, you know, the associate degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting all the, the those credits. Yeah. Too. So you're like not quite getting. it's not unusual to hear that some Staten Island schools do offer college courses for mm-hmm. students and p- students who take a bit of advantage of that. But you know, maybe closer to like, you know, fifteen credits probably. Mm-hmm. So they're not getting that that associate degree. You know they're getting they're getting the associate degree, which is exciting. 
Yeah, the associate's degree, the internship opportunities, mm -hmm. the high school diploma, all kind of wrapped in one in this very nice comprehensive program where they have that support system, like you mentioned. So it, it sounds fantastic. And I, I really want to thank you for joining me today, Annalise. And it was great catching up with you as always. And I hope to have you back on again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Staten Island Advances from the scene. If you like what you've heard, please make sure to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit SILive.com for the latest on all these stories and more. Thank you for supporting local journalism.